All right, we're rolling. Sick. All right. <laughs> All right. Hello, everyone. Um, welcome to the podcast. Um, I'm Cole Maxson. I'm Elliot Webb. And yeah, this is, this is what the the podcast is. It's just us. We're gonna talk about bands and songs and music. Um, we're here recording at my house, and just before we get going, I just want to talk about Elliot. What the heck is parked outside of my house? Uh, <laughs> I, 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 I'm, I go outside to grab this microphone. It's in my, it's my uh, car, and I, I find this little dinky scooter sitting outside of my house. What? Can you, can you give us a little explanation of what's going on here? Well, you see, I asked my mom if I could take the car, and she said, could you take the side-by-side? And I said, the side-by-side is low on gas, so she said, take the ruckus. So it's called the <laughs> Honda Ruckus. It's like a little mini motorcycle, and you twist the handle to go faster. <laughs> That's so awesome. I, I love it. Yeah, I'm so... I haven't ridden the thing in so long, though, because I crashed on it like a year and a half ago, <laughs> and it hurt so bad. And I was like, I don't want to ride it anymore. Because I was going too fast, and I like had to slam on my brakes to not run into a wall, and the whole thing went sliding on, on top of me. <laughs> It's the worst, man. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, that's what that is. Okay, cool. So, um, yeah, so like we just said, we're going to talk about bands primarily. <laughs> um, today's first band is this week's first band. We're, we're hoping this is going to be a weekly thing. We don't know yet. Th- yes. That's that's the goal. That's the goal is to be more weekly with this. Weekly. Yeah. So this this first band is uh, Muse. Muse. Uh, I was about to say Muse by, and then I realized Muse is the band. Oh, I'm so stupid. Okay. Yeah. So, so yeah. So yeah. Muse. So let's talk a little bit about that, shall we? We shall. Okay. So Muse originated around the time of uh, what was it? I know their first album came out in like the. It was ninety-eight. The uh, late nineties, ninety-eight, I think. Okay, let's pull it up. Yeah, I'm pulling it up right now. Uh, showbiz, right? Yeah. Beautiful. Very, very interesting, oh, like... 99. 99, yeah. Very close. Yeah. So very, very it? early 2000, 2000s, very late uh, 90s. Yeah. yeah. Very, very interesting album to start off with. Because this is, like, the start of the, the band, and it's, like, it, th- th- there isn't really, like... There isn't really any grounding for it, and as like all bands go, like the first album is usually like your defining moment, and and yeah. le- it's like, you know, which for me personally, I there's some songs on there that like I grew up listening to, and I really enjoy like um, Muscle Museum. I've always loved that song, and Unintended. There's other ones on there that I've come to know, but like those two definitely stick out to me when I like look over the the songs on the album. So I. I think there's some really good songs on here. It's not their best album, but it is pretty good in my opinion. Right, I, I totally agree with that. The, the 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 those songs, unintended and Muscle Museum, and um, th- those really started to shape what like Muse has become. Like even today, yeah. Like they they really established that like slightly eerie type tone that they got, and like it, it really showcases like. Uh, Matt Bellamy's voice. Absolutely. And, yeah. I, I think that's, like, a very important moment and important songs for the band in particular. Yeah. But overall, the album is pretty 
um, basic. It's yeah. it's a it's a, it's like a typical like rock grunge moderate rock album, you know. Yeah, like if I had to rate it, I'd probably give it like a six or may, maybe a seven out of ten, but yeah. probably six out of ten. Like it's not a bad album by all means, but oh, it's nothing like yeah. special. It's like I, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you no, off. No, no, I'm just thinking like maybe we rate these albums. I'm yeah. sorry, no, everyone like. Everyone listening right now, whoever it is, maybe it's like two people we told about this, or maybe a lot of people who found out about this. <laughs> yes. um, we're doing this on the spot. We're kind of, <laughs> we're kind of, we, we were talking just uh, about this earlier. We we're like, uh, we should, we should really plan this out, but yeah. I don't know. We're, we're just going through it, I guess. We're, we're just, just gonna, gonna have before. a conversation about That's Muse. It. Yeah, it's like awesome. But should we do that? Should we do like a like a full like albums yeah. rating and just I go through so. each one? Yeah, I think we could rate rate it. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, I, I I agree too. Like showbiz, a definitely like six point five out of ten for me. I remember listening to this whole album and being like, "Dang, yeah. this was a pretty good first album." Yeah. Uh, some honorable mentions in this album are um, "Cave." Oh my gosh, yeah. I remember listening to that and like the last uh, couple uh, minutes of that song, where it just goes to the piano and it's like. And then it and then it breaks down. I, I think that's a really inspiring thing for me as a musician because like I'm like those are the stuff that hooked me for the end. You know, yeah. that's the stuff I like listening to in my ears and at the concert, stuff like that. And uh, falling down. Even though this isn't like a traditional muse song, it definitely carries those yeah. aspects. And I think it's like just like a perfect like uh, pre muse song i don't know yeah but but those were like the the only other two songs that i really really enjoyed on this album the other ones are are very much like i don't know i don't want to say just throwaway songs because like you know they, they had to write those songs but yeah, yeah. it's definitely 6.5 for me i agree i remember with i think with one reason why unintended it has always stuck that stuck out with me right. is because before my voice dropped, <laughs> I had a little <laughs> my little boy voice, and I remember singing that in the back with headphones in. And then my parents were like, "Hey, you have a pretty good voice." And I don't know, that just kind of stuck out with me, and it kind of motivated me to maybe do something with music. You know, I think right. it was a one of the defining moments in my life that was kind of like, okay, like I think I could do music if I want to. You know, one of the earlier memories for sure. Mm, so that yeah. one's always been kind of more special for me. I feel like because yeah. Yeah, definitely Muse is definitely more uh, nostalgia for me, especially yeah. with those songs, especially with these earlier songs. Absolutely. Okay, okay moving on, moving yeah. on, moving on. Origin of Symmetry. Yeah. Okay, um, just want to say, this is like my favorite album. I like, love literally, album. Literally, I think this is my favorite album. The, the like Just going from the art, from the music, from yeah. the styling – it this screams muse and it just starts like such a such a big like it's just a, such a big landmark for muse here absolutely it's like, their transition from their traditional rock into this uh, uh, leaning towards that more eerie uh, style of music uh, just starting off with newborn you know you're in for like a crazy uh, rock uh, operatic style uh, you know road you know it's crazy yeah dude know. honestly the like w once newborn comes in it's it's just so like 
off-putting because it starts out with this pu- like pretty little piano part, kind of mm, eerie, yeah. and then it just goes into the, like, this super hard rock, like <laughs> so awesome. It's Literally just crazy, man. Best breakdown ever. Like so good, so clean. Just yeah, like you said, screams muse all over the place, man. Right, and, and with like uh, throughout the album, with its like glitchy voices, with the 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 huge huge bass tone i think they start i think they like i think they traditionalize the 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 huge bass tone you know they 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 really take that uh bass and they they take it to a whole nother level i think like um uh the bassist here um chris chris wolstenholm yeah chris wolstenholm he he really he really takes on like um the sound of of muse really yeah like definitely like with matt bellamy and uh, Dominic, they, 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 um, Dominic Howard, they, yeah. they definitely have like the muse aspect, but I think like Chris, especially he established such a noise for this band. Cause like yeah. listening to stuff like, um, feeling good that their, their, uh, cover. Yeah. That was crazy. Absolutely. Literally crazy. Cause like it wasn't just guitar going crazy because that that was that would have been more the traditional thing was like the guitar would go crazy, but it's the bass. Yeah, and I think that's what really led us to where we are today, where bass is way more like traditionalized yeah. with rap music and with pop music. I think that's I think that's where this like kind of came from. I mean, I'm not saying Muse started that, but yeah. like it's kind of like the era, like a new era for yeah. bass, you know? Cause right. I think a lot before there was a lot of classic rock bands and you look at all these bands and a lot of the times the bassists get overlooked, you of know? Course. And I mean, that's, it's frustrating. Like as a bassist personally, sometimes because you like, you feel like you're doing something for the band, but sometimes you just don't feel like you get noticed. But like, I think that's what Muse did such a good job at was making it a real three piece band right? That rather than yeah. Matthew Bellamy plus chris and dominic you know yeah so oh my gosh yeah that's another thing is how they established such a wonderful like mix you know it wasn't one guy or the other guys it was it was the three of them and you always seen like their shows they'll have like uh during the drones world tour yeah they'd always play in these arenas where they play in this circle in the middle and like the stage would revolve around slowly or something that is insane. That captures each one of the members individually. Exactly. Bands like that, uh, they capture a true band's image. They they don't characterize one person or the other, and that's the most important thing, I think. Yeah, it's really awesome. Yeah. I do think Matthew Bellamy still gets a little bit more oh, attention. Of course. But yeah. he's doing like he's writing the songs, singing the songs, yeah. playing guitar and piano. Like he does uh, by far I would say probably the most work, at least it seems. I could be wrong. I don't right. know, like, behind the scenes of Muse. But when they're playing live, I think he just gets the most attention because he's the front man, and that's what people right. usually, like, draw closest to. But And I think that's important. Like, like, and it's it, it was established in this album. It was established in Origin of Symmetry, like, when they started yeah. each characterizing Muse. When exactly. it wasn't just Matt, Be- Matt Bellamy writing the stuff, it was the other two, too. Yeah. You know, it, it was a, it was a whole band effort to, to make this feeling that's important too. like, this album is also a feeling, you know, it's the feeling yeah. of like, like odd, um, uh, like, like feeling really creepy inside with like music, like, oh shoot, oh shoot, oh shoot. It's about to play. I don't want it to play. Okay. Um, copyrights, Cole, copyrights. I know, I know. <laughs> uh, like songs like Citizen Erased, 
where it's super freaking heavy. Yeah. But there's like hints of like, 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 like an organ part <laughs> during like yeah. the middle of it, or like micro cuts where it's a literal like, uh, it's like a what? What is that? It's like it's like a baroque style metal song. I don't know how to say it because it's like it definitely sounds classical. And yeah. it's like that is one thing that Muse also does a really good job at. I feel is taking like modern rock and mm-hmm. mixing like Matthew Bellamy. What I'm from, what I'm pretty sure, like he like went to college to study right. like classical music and very stuff. Classically trained. Yeah, he's. I mean, he's got a very operatic voice in a way, and mm-hmm. he's also can play like incredible classical pieces. And so, like, I feel like he just does such a great job to like mash the two together. You know. Right. And it's so well characterized, especially in this album, because you hear so many pieces yeah. that are like like that, like Bliss. Even though that's yeah. very pop uh, oriented, that that beginning that that's very classical arpeggio. Yeah. Um, it's just, everything in this album just stands out to me as like an amazing thing, and with its closure, uh, Megalomania, it's just it's just an organ ballad. Yeah. And it's so beautiful and the and the drums and the bass kick in and that's when you know that's a Muse song. So for this, I rated a solid 9.6 out of 10. 9.6. Uh the only reason I don't give it a full 10 is because um Screenager is a bore, but that's yeah. okay cuz it's <laughs> it's meant to be that way I think. And I think you need that break. For me personally, on this album, before I rate it, another favorite, at least for me, is Plug In Baby. That riff oh, at the beginning. Of- how could we say <laughs> Origin of Symmetry without Plug In Baby? Okay, I yeah. know. It's an awesome song, dude. Literally. I remember watching this video, and Matthew Bellamy was playing. He was like, nee, 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 and he was running down the stage. And then right as he <laughs> at the end, he did like a giant jump kick. Yeah, And then amazing. he went back and started singing. It sounded like he was moaning the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> it was so funny. <laughs> I love that song. It's just, it's such a amazing. banger, too, man. So I would probably... I would. I don't know this album like super well, so and I don't want to give it a super high rating in case I take it back later. So I'd probably give it like an eight point five out of ten. Mm. I love this album. Very good album. Yeah. But yeah. All right. Moving on. We've been. We've spent too much time on this. <laughs> it's all good. Okay. Not absolution. Not absolution. The Hullabaloo soundtrack. Okay. East West release. Um, you know this one way more. I than know I know this do, one. So you you take. All right, I'll I'll just go I'll just go quickly on this one. Kay. It's it's a mix between um, like outsider Muse music with uh, live uh, live cuts from their shows. Uh, overall, I think it's a pretty cool album if you really like Muse. Like if you if you're like a, like a super geeky fan, like a deep dive in Muse or something. Right, like, right, like, right. Yeah. For the Muse purist. Indeed, yeah. And and you just love, well, like, especially, like, old Muse. Like, a lot of the the characteristics are carried over from uh, Origin of Symmetry here. And I think this is their transition from Origin of Symmetry to uh, uh, Absolution. Absolution. Absolutely. uh, Yeah, definitely. Because, like, this this album carries that, they're just last aspects of, like, weirdness into their transition to... uh, you know, uh, mainstream. Yeah. But, but like, they don't lose those aspects. They just keep them, you know, uh, they keep them going and stuff, but I don't know. I'll, I'll keep it short here. That didn't make any sense, but. No, it did. It, okay. It's good. Okay. Well, 
I think Hullabaloo's soundtrack's pretty cool. Uh, 7 out of 10. And take a listen to it. It's fun. From the one song that you've kind of shown me, maybe you've shown me two or three, but I remember really enjoying it, so I'd probably give it a solid 6 or 7 out of 10 as well. Cool. All right, moving on to Absolution. Um, this, this one's... One. Yeah, you go ahead. You go oh, ahead. Okay, I was going to say, this one, this is kind of like where Muse, I feel like, starts making more like popular mainstream mm-hmm. music a little bit more right. you've got you've got time is running out hysteria i mean there's i mean there's still elements of muse with like butterflies and hurricanes very like when you have the big piano breakdown very like oh did it shut off i don't know here one second yeah, okay we're gonna recuperate. take a quick break it's probably still rolling since i can still hear it yeah Okay, sick. So, yeah, I don't know. There's there's just a lot of great songs on this album. Very solid album. Oh, yeah, definitely. More, a little more mainstream, but, like, usually mainstream music just comes because people like it, you know? So. Right. Um, yeah, I think this, this album is definitely that more um, uh, mainstream, and it definitely carries a more mainstream aspect to it. You can tell by, like, the difference between this artwork and Origin of Symmetry that, like, this is meant to be more of a, uh, a more of a shore staple, yeah. a store staple, you know? Store shore staple. staple. Yeah. Shore staple. <laughs> no, but, like... Staple my shores. Like, you can tell this is, like, the, 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 the story here is more advanced, and I, I think we'll see that progression as Muse continues along. Like they become more of a, they become more of a uh, story oriented band. Yeah. You know, and I, I think that's an important thing to s- uh, point out here. Um, Butterflies and Hurricanes is in this album. Yeah. Uh, I think that one's a really impressive song. Very impressive, and I don't think it's as mainstream as like say Hysteria, but it's still just like, it's just a banger, man. Like right. all the way through. Uh, literally, like, yeah. Like, you, you don't stop for a second to think, like, dang, this part sucks. Yeah, when you, when they play that one live, it's just, I mean, Matthew Bellamy is really impressive in this mm-hmm. song. Because he goes, like, from singing and playing guitar straight to, like, this incredible piano part. Like, very classical, like we've mm-hmm. said. But, like, still, I mean, classical piano is a lot harder than pop piano for the most part. Right. So, much more melodic. I think an interesting thing to point out for this album and the differences between, uh, like, Origin of Symmetry and Showbiz is that this one carries a more formal type of chaos. Yeah. You know, because, like, the previous albums are more chaotic, and they carry yeah. it, they embody that chaos. But this one takes it, and they form it into something that makes it more uh, more characteristic. Yeah, I think it's a little bit easier for the average listener. listener yeah. Because I think the other ones are definitely more for musicians, people who Indeed, really, yeah. like are listening to all the parts, but for an average listener, there might be one or two songs, but I think it can get a little bit more boring, right? per se, for the last two, but this one is more, like, formatted, a little bit more, like, predictable, I guess, right? which I think a lot of people really enjoy. Right. Not everyone, but a lot uh, of people. Yeah, well, yes. Okay, yeah. And there's bangers on this yeah. album, okay? Through we got, like, Stockholm Syndrome. That we got awesome. Hysteria. We got uh, Butterflies and Hurricanes. Uh, no one talks about the small print, okay? Yeah. I like the small print a lot. I yeah. think that's just because it's a little less known. Uh, Thoughts of a Dying Atheist is cool. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I haven't listened to this album in a while, 
Falling Away With You is beautiful. It carries those uh, aspects of, like, Screenager and uh, Falling Down, where it's, like, the chill song. But it still hits hard. Yeah. Honestly, this, Yeah. Album, I give it an 8 out of 10. Very awesome Muse album. I'd have to agree with that. I'd probably give it about an 8. Yeah, oh, an 8 out of 10. Yeah. Okay, moving on. Next album. Black Holes and Revelations. Now oh, this... Boy. This is where Muse, like, really, really took mm-hmm. off and became very mainstream and very popular. I feel like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I feel like this this album is, like, very, like, if you know Muse, you know it, like, if you, like, say you like Muse, yeah. you have you have one of these songs on your playlist. Yeah, you. Know? you yeah. No, you've, if you haven't listened to this album, you're not really a Muse fan because it's just their... It's their basic beginning stuff. It's their main hits, you know? Like, right. It's not that you have to like the songs, but no, it's just I mean, like, it's, I don't know. These, yeah, these are some yeah, of Even if you don't songs. say you're like a Muse fan, you're going to find these somewhere. Like, yeah. you found one of these songs. You, you have to. Pretty sure Supermassive Black Hole is like a TikTok right. song now. That, that's everywhere, yeah. So, I mean, um, yeah, that, that, this album's great. Literally really great. I, I, I'm get bored sometimes of like starlight and supermassive black hole i think it's just also because it's we've heard it so many times right you know right. not that they're bad songs because they're very well written it's just once you hear a song so many times it starts getting old you know okay but holy cow what an intro i know uh take a bow okay great song literally like an awesome song to start that's like that's like the perfect arena song that's the perfect yeah. one where you just enter the stage and you're like, meow, meow. it's so perfect. I think it's like the, and, and it's that embodiment of uh, Muse's like specific chaos that they, that they go for. Yeah, for sure. Right. Um, I like, let's see here, Knights of Cydonia, of course. Yeah, great song. It's, I don't know, I don't even know how to describe it. It's <laughs> just a, it's just a solid song all really the way is. through. Really is. Uh. That one, that yeah, that one is very nostalgic for me. Uh, yeah. Being a Guitar Hero three fan, yeah. Um, always being able to like listen to this album back, or like Assassin, that was on a uh, world tour. That song, when I revisited it, I was surprised. Like just like, I just remember being like so shock and awe by like playing that song because I remember it being so hard. But like <laughs> seeing it, like, oh my gosh, I, I love this song. I love I very, love Assassin. Very awesome song. The biggest complaint I have with this album is that it sounds it this is where Muse I think becomes a little more repetitive. Yeah, I could see that. Kind like, of just like yeah. a little bit I feel like more just like just like regular pop music, I guess. Yeah. But like I don't know. I mean, if you look at their top songs, three of them are off this album. Right. They're like it's just it's a great album, but I totally see what you mean. I mean for me, it's Starlight and Supermassive Black Hole are more nostalgic because those are some of the first Muse songs mm-hmm. I remember downloading onto my phone back before we had Spotify and oh, stuff. Right, yeah. And Starlight in specific, I remember I was like still trying to like learn how to hear all the different parts in a song, right. and that was the very first time like I recognized the bass line. Right. And so I was like. I don't know. I just remember sitting in my car and being like, or in my truck with my dad and being like, "Hey, I, I, I know that. Like, I can, I can sing along with the bass line. Like, I realize what's going on in the song." So, right. Very awesome for me. 
And Supermassive Black Hole also have a great some great memories with that song. Just turning it up and like rocking out with cousins and family and stuff. Just it's a solid song, but I right. get it, it. It is very overplayed nowadays. I think I think like this one becomes more studio oriented because you can tell it has more yeah. like fullness and it has a little more uh, compressive uh, attentiveness. Very well mixed, you know. Very well it, mixed. Professional. I don't know, like yeah. it. It took them from like famous to like, I don't know, like like world famous. Yeah. Like they're just not gonna they're not gonna be lost in history. Like right, they, right. they made their mark on music. Right. So it just All right. yeah yeah. So ratings, I I don't know. Like for me personally, just mostly from the nostalgia, I'd give it like a seven point five out of ten. Not not my favorite Muse album, but it has some good songs that bring back good memories. So I'm gonna leave it at six. Okay. I'm just going to leave it at six, and yeah. Awesome. Should we do the live album, or should we just move on? Which one's that? The, the H-A-A. Uh, just one thought about that one. Just I love how at this concert, after Stockholm Syndrome, they start playing the Psycho riff. Oh my gosh, so yeah. Awesome. It's just like okay, yeah, instant yeah. to the future. That's all I wanted to say about the album. We don't have to rate it because it's right. not a real album. But. I think it's like, yeah, very interesting how they like, I think that's what they did for a lot of their songs. They held on to those riffs yeah. until they were like, okay, let's finally write this. That That's very interesting. I, I really liked listening to that as a just, you know, as just a riff on stage, you know. Yeah, for I think sure. It was a very interesting thing there. Okay. Okay. So the resistance. The resistance. This one has probably Muse's second most famous song, I'd say. I mean, for mm-hmm. a while it was number one until I think Supermaster Black Hole became TikTok famous, and right. then that one went back number one. But Uprising is just solid song. I mean, very really solid. Yeah. Yeah, very like I feel like it could have been very revolutionary for the time. I don't know for sure, but like because I wasn't very that well conscious right, right. i was four years old so right but it's a good it's a good song so really yeah very um i think this is where muse finally hits th- like this was where muse hit their peak this was the song that like everyone yeah. knew yeah. like if you didn't know any songs from that you know uprising yeah i remember being in the car with my cousin one time and she's like i don't know any muse and then finally we got to uprising and she's like oh i know this song like <laughs> it's just it's one of those songs that i think you just know if you don't like how have you not heard it kind of thing, you know? Yeah. I think The Resistance is a perfect, like, pop, like, replica of uh, Muse style, you know? Yeah. I think this carries a true, like, uh, pop feel without it being too formatted. Yeah. Because this carried the, the, the this, however, no, wait, let, let me finish what I was going to say. So, it carries that, like classic element which is um the voice of matt bellamy and the 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 chris's bass and stuff like that but i think it's lost the aspect of uh, chaos i think this is where we start seeing like a transition in muse of course like the other eras of albums that they're each different but they carried up to this point they carried an element of chaos yeah for sure, and this one they really just kind of cleaned it up a it lot. They really did. And uh, while that can be a good thing, I also feel like it kind of took away a big part of Muse, like right. like a defining part of like who they are as a band and the right. music that they write. And not that this new style is bad, but it's just 
it's it's not the same music. It's not as. yeah, not the same muse. It's it, it it's it's become like uh, what we see muse doing today, and yeah. um, and yeah. I mean, it at the same time, it's awesome that they're not just doing the same thing over of and course, over, of and course. they're exploring new parts about themselves. But sometimes it's just hard as a fan to see that move away. But as a musician, I really respect that. Truly, you know? yeah. So. Yeah, that's that's a that's a cool thing to point out is like the the difference between being a fan and a musician. Yeah. Because like when when you're a fan, you follow the music, and once they start losing like a characteristic a characteristic that you notice, yeah, you start to like deep uh decline in your like fan base towards them. But as a yeah. musician, you listen through and you don't really characterize uh, the music. Not saying that like you're not um like recognizing the music change but you're not you're not emotionally attached as much exactly you respect but you don't have the you're looking for things that can influence you as a musician perhaps and like and i don't know like things that like you want to play but maybe you wouldn't ever listen to because Mm -hmm. sometimes riffs are more fun to play than they are to listen to and i don't know i think just there's just totally different ways to look at music right so and I think that's I, I think that's what Muse does here too. They they they're taking a different perspective on music, and definitely yeah. still keeping their Muse esque music. Yeah, <laughs> Muse esque music. Muse esque music. <laughs> um, uh, they they still carry that yeah style. They're they're just changing uh, their their perspective of things. Yeah. Okay, but but let's continue our uh, 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 song. Checking here. Yeah. I was going to say Undisclosed Desires, like, really cool bass tone. I mean, definitely yeah. moving more towards just very clean kind of pop you can, you style You can definitely music, see where, like, the second law feels like and, like, yeah. where it's going to start coming in. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, Undisclosed Desires is a very cool tone going on there. The bass tone. I still don't understand but how he does that. As a musician, I just go, what the heck? Like, this is yeah. so cool. Like, it sounds like he's slapping, but he's playing it. Like there's no pop that the slap gives, so I don't I don't know what he's doing still yeah, to this day. Yeah, it's crazy. I'll find out eventually. Anyways, um, okay, sorry, go ahead. United States of Eurasia is yeah. fun. That 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 carries uh the I love classic music. Very cool. It's got a really cool like I don't know what kind of st- it's what kind of style of music would that even be? Like that one piano bum bum bum. It's very like Queen. It yeah. resembles that like style of like classical, um, I don't know, I don't know, because like the only other band that really does that would would be Queen, you know. Yeah, I feel like they bring in kind of just like even kind of more culture a little bit to the music right. too, because it's got that. What would that like? I can't even think of like the Eastern kind of style music. Not so. <laughs> I, I'm trying to think of what it would even be, but you know what I mean. It's not yeah. so western kind of straight rock i don't know it's just it explores a little bit more and i i like that i respect that too um i think it's a pretty catchy song too for the most part i mean not my favorite muse song but it's it's got some good good parts in it for me personally as a listener and then how can we forget the exogenesis symphonies yeah um very very interesting thing here because we're finally seeing uh like a climax in the like classical uh, stylings of Muse, 
and we're finally getting like an actual orchestra going on here for three parts. Yeah. That's really awesome to hear because like that's when you're like that's as a musician you can really yeah. respect that. And I they think have... that's really like yeah, go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say they just cover so many different genres. Like, you know, this is more than just like a classical piano piece. This is like working with with symphonies, you know, like being able to compose music and just, I don't know. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's more than just like, I'm a rocker guitarist and I'm going to rock on it for life. And for real. Just make it big and, I don't know. I don't know. It's just, I it's impressive. It's, yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm kind of done with this album. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> I get that. Um, ratings. I would, I'd give it like a 6, 6.5 6, out of 10. 6.5, 6.5. Seven out of ten. Okay, I, I I I liked it, but not nothing. Too much. Not, nothing it's, crazy. it's nothing crazy special. Like two songs, maybe that right. are worth really going in for. Yeah. Okay, right. moving on. Okay, this album, I love this album personally. I know I don't know if it's your favorite, but this one, I just think it's got some really like the whole big first like five songs on this album are just solid. Matthew Bellamy's vocals are incredibly impressive in this album good guitar work i just feel like great songwriting there's just i mean they're exploring with their sounds like the bass they've got that tap thing so yeah. it's like on madness it's just like i don't know Crazy. i love this album there's some really really good songs on here uh yeah i i do agree with you on the first uh five songs yeah uh, supremacy to survival are just bangers absolutely and like Although they're like definitely advancing in music and they're becoming more of a pop album, yeah. And, well, like a pop musician, be- due to like their last uh, two albums like being such successes as, you know, yeah. more you pop can, oriented. Yeah, you can see them moving more and more in that direction. Yeah, but this album definitely captures like Muse's like most, uh, like. I don't. I don't know. I don't I know what like, I was gonna say. I feel like they introduce a little bit of that chaos back in. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. yeah. The chaos does come back a little bit in with, with those first five songs, especially. It feels like Muse is still moving towards the pop genre, mm-hmm. but while bringing in some old Muse. So I feel right. like it, it does a great job. You could almost think it was Muse in like 2001 again. Like you would. Right. But like a little bit more advanced Muse in 2001, but you can, it like, it could feel like Madness feels like it could be on showbiz almost. Yeah, it feels like that that raw chaos has been yeah. embodied and now taken into a more uh, crafted form, where it's like, yeah. where it's like, it's no longer just some like throw around thing. It's like it's become like this this finalized like formal chaos, and it's ve- it's really impressive to like see that progression throughout those years, uh, and then finally embodying it in this album. Yeah. I I don't necessarily really like like this album okay yeah but i do agree with you on the first five songs like um like follow me i think that started to decline again where i think that was just like a dubstep (laughs) it kind of feels like just a filler it's nothing like it's got some good like right decent parts in it but yeah i don't feel like it's anything to like that i would go out of my way to listen it sounds like a remix yeah it sounds like they took muse and they remixed it instead of just writing the song first you know yeah kind of a filler muse song like i don't know it's not just like a filler but it kind of is i don't even know how to explain it it's just not my favorite song 
Okay, but yeah. So Is animals it? explore is cool. Yeah, sorry. But no, what were you gonna say? No, no, go, go, go. You go. Big freezing saved me. Wait, no, wait. Uh, save me in liquid state. That's Chris singing, right? Probably. I think it is. I haven't uh, listened this far into the album in a while. Really? One hundred percent honest. I think it is him singing. Here, uh, let, look, look it up real quick. Look it up. Okay. Yeah. Um. I think it's Chris singing because it's definitely a different voice singing, and it's such, it's such a weird turn because he's so used to like Matt Bellamy's such shrill high voice. Yeah. And like. You're just like thrown off entirely going from Big Freezing to Save Me because you're like, who on earth is singing here? Yeah. Uh, do you have it? Yeah, Save up? Me is Chris for sure. Let me okay. look at Liquid State too. Yeah, it's it's insane because um, you're like you're blown away by like his like beautiful voice because you're used to just hearing him in the background, but I think that's in, that's an interesting thing that Muse has done where they like. They, they established a whole other voice entirely instead of just having him be in the background. Okay, so, sorry, I'm looking at this while you're saying this. It says, I, I'm assuming the last one saved me was also, but it says that Liquid State was actually written by Chris. Oh, really? Yeah, and it, it was it says it's about his struggle with alcohol. Wait, alcoholism. There we go. <laughs> but, yeah, and, the, yeah, the other one being saved me. So, it sounds like... These were songs written by Chris, which is pretty awesome because for the most part, Matthew Bellamy has done all the songs right. leading up to this point. And I think that's part. yeah, yeah. I think that's in, that's impressive because like Chris has even embodied like an important Muse standpoint in his yeah. music, and I feel like Liquid State has its own little following um, as a song. I definitely do enjoy Liquid State in this album. Yeah. Um, the second law unsustainable. Right. It's kind of cool. I mean, it's not a song. Right. But it like. I don't know. I feel like if I were to, like, walk through, like, if there was, like, some haunted house in, like, the future or something, like, they were, like, trying to do a future-esque haunted house with, like, yeah. creepy machines and stuff, like... This would be that song. That would be an awesome song. I remember, like, when I was younger, my dad would, like... <laughs> one time, we were driving out to, like, they were going to play softball. I, we'd go out, like, every Friday night, and they turned it... They turned it on, and my dad pretended like we were being chased by someone, and I was, like, <laughs> only seven, so I thought it was real, and I was like, crap, I was so scared, but, and I found out it was just a song, and it was so funny. That's I just, funny. I, I love that memory, and then I tried to pull it on my cousins, but they already knew the song, so it kind of sucked. <laughs> yeah, Anyways. Unsustainable, I think it's great. I think it's, yeah. like, if Follow Me was done right, yeah. honestly, but no, that's another thing, like, when you brought up the chaos thing again, that's that yeah. song, but... Like, digitally and dubstep-ish, yeah. you know? Absolute chaos, though, because it's just like... Absolute chaos, yeah. Like, the voice is glitching out, and then it goes, oh, it's this, and, and like, the whole thing blows up, and you got this... It's just... It's an awesome crazy song. Crazy song, yeah. It's crazy. Um, isolated Systems, a beautiful melody. Um, yeah. Anything more to say about that? Not really. Okay. Um, after overlooking this, I kind of like this album. Yeah. I kind of like this album more, so I'll give it an 8 out of 10. Yeah, I'd probably give it... A solid 8.5 out of 10. I, I love this album. It's probably in my top three favorite Muse albums for sure. I right. love it. It's a great one. Super cool. Moving All on. All right. Drones. This is one of my favorite oh, yeah. albums I, as of recently. I think this was like like revisiting Muse. I think this yeah. was my introduction into um, like Muse again, you know? I feel like they really took a step back from pop and really just got into like 
heavy rock like what they used to be more controlled not so chaotic yeah but, i think the chaos aspect has been lost again but but i mean not not super bad not like it was with like uh black holes and revelations right. as much but like but like definitely heavy heavier rock right. it's not very pop at all for the most part there's a couple parts but not really right i think i think this album really embodies like american rock yeah i think this this album is like if you know muse was american i guess i, I don't want to say that as just like yeah i don't know it sounds very like it just sounds like a song written here by some like crazy redneck guy yeah uh, like especially with psycho psycho that yeah, that song <laughs> got some very explicit words in it, but yeah. it is a very, very good song. Very. If you're if you're a child, I don't suggest listening to the song. <laughs> and if you yeah. if you have more trained ears, I guess uh, <laughs> go ahead and listen to it. It's just also listen to the album all the way through because it is it's a story. It's telling like this is yeah it's yeah like the drill sergeant like his role in this like it's so cool because it it feels like. I'm pretty sure this album, I mean, Muse is very, like, political. Like, they, right. that's what all their lyrics are. Like, rarely is it about love. It's usually about, like, uprisings and, like, right. let's revolt against the government. A lot of, like, a but. lot of, like, uh, like uh, God um, forsaking them. A lot of yeah. um, stuff like that. Kind of angry, but. Very, very angry. And I think that started with Resistance. Yeah. When they started their little, like, uh, rally. Uprising, especially. That's, like, a revolt song through and through. All right. Yeah, but Drones, really awesome. I love love this story, okay? Yeah. I think this is where, like, Muse, like, starts becoming more of a cinematic music. uh, Cinematic uh, album writer. Yeah. Because you can listen to these songs individually and be like, okay, that's cool. But, like, if you listen to this album, you're going to, like, connect with, like, more this conceptual, story. I guess. Right, yeah. Yeah. And I think that's very interesting going from like Dead Inside where where it's just like this this intro to like being like a like a like a robot-esque person who's got no thoughts and whatever being uh into Psycho, Mercy and Reapers. I think yeah. that's like a transition of like like you're now this like murderous weapon used by the government and then like uh Defector Defector Revolt yeah, that's like the the uh, the rebellion of being some like machine, uh, and then you got the aftermath, the globalist, and drones. Yeah. Holy cow! That that the, those three to end the album, I think that's very interesting because awesome. that's like when the world is destroyed and like the it's like like who can like survival of the fittest, yeah. uh, king of the hill. And then just listening to drones. So like, Holy especially God. if you're listening in stereo. Man, I know. It's just. So it's, it's haunting. Yeah. It's really like impressive vocal lines. It reminds but it's me like, like of like in choir, like when you sing like songs from like the fifteen hundreds, almost uh-huh, yeah. like like the church choirs kind of yeah, feel. Yeah, like Renaissance era, like yeah. Catholic halls, amazing. Very impressive. And I vocals. think that just like I think and like the 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 words here. Yeah, let me pull it up. Uh, lyrics. Yeah, so killed by drones, my mother, my father, my sister, and my brother killed by drones, our lives between your fingers. Can you feel anything? Are you dead inside? Now you can kill from the safely, uh, safety of your home with drones. Amen. That 
is just such a haunt. Like, I wouldn't have yeah. known they were saying that because it's all like. Yeah, he says drones a ton, and it just like. Right. It, but yeah, if you look at the actual lyrics, like you're saying. It's, right. This one cuts pretty close to Origin of Symmetry minus the chaos. Yeah. Um, so for that, I'm going to give this album uh, 8.67 out of 10. Yeah, I could. This is by far, like, I probably have to give it, I don't know, just some of the riffs and just, like, the phase of music I like right now, I could probably safely, for Muse, not mm-hmm. out of all music, but for Muse, give it, like, a 9 out of 10. Solid, yeah. I, lo- I love this album. It's right up there with Second Law and Origin of Symmetry for me. All right, moving on. All right. Dude, that, yeah. Almost Okay, there. I love drones. Yeah, okay. awesome album. All right, uh, second to last album here. Uh, Simulation Theory. I remember when this album came out. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I, I remember recently. when, like, most of these albums came out and stuff. But, like, I remember, like, remembering, like, coming back to Muse and being like, okay, this is cool. Holy cow, what is this album? Yeah. And. It's a crazy album. It, it like, it's like, I mean, they definitely try to go for the 80s feel. Like, if you watch their videos right. and stuff and, like, you look at the album cover, period. Like, it's, it's like, kind of like futuristic 80s feel there's there's definitely influences of like star wars or yeah. like um like like uh any, any sort of those old movies posters it, almost, it reminds me like of uh why can't i think of it? it's the marvel it's Ga- guardians of the galaxy guardians of the galaxy like the cover yeah. just reminds me of that a little bit definitely and, and i feel like with like the characters of this there's a bit of like anime hints yeah. with like um yeah, but I think this album was quite revolutionary because this was definitely a more cinematic album. Definitely more pop and different from anything that they've right. done before. Like, this is just a leap and bound, like, away from anything they've done before. Right, and I think, like, as a fan or a musician, yeah. I, I really do respect this album. Because, yeah. like, I think it's, like, it's an odd transition we're seeing, but it's really quite cool like i remember just starting with algorithm and i'm like holy cow this is gonna be crazy yeah but it's definitely way more um uh, 80s uh synths and definitely carries those elements uh my biggest problem were like listening to like the dark side for the first time when i was like okay is this where this band is really going yeah but then i'd listen to songs like pressure uh like like there's just weird songs. Yeah, it's very con- like contrasted. Like I right. said that word weird contrasted. Anyways, contrasted. yeah, but like they've got some like heavy like heavy stuff like propaganda like that intro is like like very heavy, and then they have stuff like something human, and it's like like this road trip acoustic song almost. <laughs> like it's just there's just such dynamics and like the whole album, and uh, I mean. I remember when Thought Contagion came out. That one's a oh heavy song. Oh my gosh. Probably my favorite song on the album. And then Pressure's also really good. Pressure's but, good, yeah. But, but Thought like, Contagion. Thought Contagion was really awesome when it came out. Yeah. I think that one was like, yeah, that was my favorite for a long time when that album came out. Yeah. Very, very good song. Very I mean, good song. a little bit, like, a little bit more formulated still. Uh-huh. I think that this whole album is more, like, it's more, I don't know, like formulated music. Yeah. Like it's not like it's kind of like an ABAB kind of. It's thing. an easy listen to. Yeah, just like it's a, like a lot of pop music nowadays. I think 
Which I think maybe Muse needed to take that step to fit in with more of the modern crowd. Uh-huh. I don't know how successfully they did it, but I think that could have been probably some of their goals. I remember, yeah, but, like, listening to Pressure go everywhere. Like, when it first came out, like, people, like, I, I remember there was this, like, football game. Like, really big Super Bowl game, Super Bowl yeah. game uh, during 2018, and they played that song. And I was like, holy cow, that's Muse, you know? Yeah. Really it's cool. Very awesome. There's some there's some good songs on here. It's it's a pretty decently solid album. Yeah. Like not my favorite Muse album. Probably towards for me personally as a listener towards the lower half of the list. Right. But as a musician, very like very cool that they again stepped outside of what they were comfortable with and I tried think, to do something. Yeah. Better. Yeah. I think this this album really lives on in a, in the music videos and the shows. Yeah. Because that's when you really know Muse yeah. is for their cinematography like shows and yeah. their and their music videos. Because if you watch their music videos, they they all um, are like like they, they they made a simulation theory like movie. I think. I think so. I've never. I seen remember it, like hearing about that and wanting to see that really bad, and they yeah. incorporated like this whole crazy story that they done in shows yeah. live. And, like, this giant robot guy comes down from the top. Yeah. And, like, that's the craziest thing I've ever heard of, man. Do we have to see Muse I Live I literally sometime. have to see Muse Live. Oh, my gosh. I don't know what I'm going to do. We'll do it. We we'll will do, do it, it sometime. Because yeah. we'll they really do. Their they shows, really do. Like, their songs and their recordings are very good. But I've heard their shows are just something else. You yeah. Know? Like, so, definitely, I would give this album probably... A six out of ten. Six out of ten. Probably close to showbiz. Six point five. Like it's a good album, like to say the least. Like I think I think every single Muse album has good songs on it. Right. But as for the album as a whole, like I don't ever really go just listen to this album for mm -hmm. me personally. I don't I think a lot of people, especially if you're new new to Muse, could really enjoy this album. But it's just I don't feel like like as a listener, I don't feel like it captures what aspects of muse i really like except for like again thought contagion and pressure kind of capture that for me as a listener more right but again as a musician i would i mad respects for just you know true moving on with their musical careers yeah i think i'm gonna have to agree with you solid six out of ten all right okay so that's all of the albums released so far will the people will be coming out um we should talk about will the people just the three songs that they've the come three out songs that's so here yeah um so do we give an album rating on this one i mean not yet not yet okay we'll, do we, we come back will, to this we'll release we'll, we should make an instagram and we'll release <laughs> our like our vote on the one that comes out okay yeah all right sick yeah so will the people <laughs> <laughs> it's a the album cover is interesting. I yeah. mean, it's all their faces smashing into each other and right. breaking, and there's people crawling out of it. Oh, wait. Oh, never mind. That's, that's like the sand dunes or something. Right. I think this is... It's a cool album cover. It's kind of crazy. Right. I mean, different from anything they've done, but like... Very, very uh, reminiscent of uh, Absolution, however, with their, like, falling guys, people. Yeah. And with drones, with those, like, uh, guys walking around. I wonder, I wonder if they're gonna do something where they tie these albums together. I wonder. Cause like, how many, how many staple albums do they have out? They have like one, two, three, four, five, um, six, seven, 
eight, nine. They have nine staple albums. So if they like try to wrap them together in the tenth album, yeah. that'd be pretty crazy. Okay, let's talk about the songs though. Yeah, no, for sure, dude. Okay, let's just go down the list. Okay. So first, the most recent one that they've, re- or should we start with the like in the order that they've released it? Uh, it's it's whatever. Okay, well maybe let's start with the order that they released it. So "Won't Stand Down" was the first single that they've come mm-hmm. out with. Um, that one, first time listening to it, wasn't crazy, but as I listened to it more and more, I kind of got more into my, like, really, like, just wanting to, like, thrash out of my car phase. Right. I don't know, like, very awesome song, super, super clean. When they come in as a band, like, it's incredibly impressive how clean that they sound on these recordings. Right. I mean, I know technology is advancing, but... It's very controlled. Very chaos. well done. Yeah, uh, uh, it's very reminiscent of the song. Uh, which one is it? It's in Origin of Symmetry, the heavy song. Uh, we citizen erased. Yeah. Yeah. Very reminiscent of that. Very like proper version of that. I think. Yeah, but at the same time, later in the song when he starts screaming, "Won't stand oh, out." Yeah. Very like this is different from any other vocals I feel like I've seen Matthew Bellamy really do before. And I think that that's an important thing to go through. Cause yeah. like, I, I think this is like, I think that will make this album better knowing yeah. that. Um, okay, cool. It's a good song. Like yeah. go listen to it. Okay. But compliance, I really wasn't that impressed with it. It was just kind of, it's it another of, throw around song. Yeah. It kind of reminds me a little bit of what they were going for with simulation theory. Yeah. But like not as good. It's just, it was just there wasn't anything that stuck out. I mean, that little beginning riff is like a little bit of a hook, but it's just nothing like. Right. I just. Like, it's it's just like, another like random earworm that you don't want. Yeah, pretty much. It's just it's kind of a pointless song, just a filler song again, you right. know. And then the most recent song, "Will of the People." Will of the People. It. The okay, so <laughs> it's got a really catchy riff in it. Yeah, and uh, it, again, that beginning part is an earworm. But I was looking at it a little bit, and uh, my dad kind of pointed this out. But there's a song called "The Beautiful People" by Marilyn Manson, and it's like a total rip off of that song. Really? Yeah. They he goes the beautiful people, the beautiful, and oh, that's what they do in that. Oh my god! Will of the people. It's like no the way. Same thing, so. That's the exact. Sa- I just holy cow. Yeah. It's kind of <laughs> it's kind of a rip off, but like I feel like a lot of bands are doing that nowadays. Even yeah. Weezer, like yeah, know, it's oh just, my gosh, it's we, frustrating. Be original, you know. Right. But, we gotta review them next or something. Yeah, we should do Weezer. All right, but uh, like that's that's the albums. That's all the albums. But I, yeah. before we close up, I think, or if we're closing up, whenever. Yeah. I don't know when we're closing up here. I think we've been on for like a while. <laughs> it's it has been a while. Should. <laughs> I think we should give our quick thoughts on the top five songs and then just an overall rating on the band. Okay, period. okay. And then we'll, we'll close up. Um, yeah, but, but before we do that, I just want to say the, the important, like, it's a, the, the, the historical, like, journey Muse has gone through, very important. And I think it's very interesting to see how, like, the, the fame sort of, I don't know if this is their perspective, but this is my perspective, but it feels like it corrupts them a little bit. Where they become a little bit too much of like the people's music, you know? Yeah. And it's just like, I don't know. It just sounds like For stuff sure. like everyone does. Yeah, I hope. I mean, I feel like it could be from and for just as a listener, like my taste in music. I feel like 
I could probably enjoy it more than Simulation Theory. Okay. But yeah. it's not going to be, like, a staple album for me. Like, one that just really is, like, that's what I want to listen to. Right. Like, I don't know. I think it's I think it's going to be better than some of their stuff, but it's just not going to be one of the greats. I mean, who knows? Maybe they'll knows, release yeah. more songs, but usually the singles give a pretty good feel for what the album's going to be like, and it's just nothing super memorable for me, but... Yeah, I think Matt was even in in an interview that said like he's gonna like this album was gonna like reminisce some of the older stuff that they've written. Oh, that's right. But I don't see it. Yeah. I really don't see how they're really doing that. Uh, of course, with Will the Pete, well, like no, no, with like uh, Won't, Won't Stand, Stand Down. Down. Yeah. I think I see that a little bit more. For sure, I think it was the best single that they've come out with yet on this. Yeah. For me personally, but. But nothing else really. Yeah. If anything, I think it, like, dates back to drones. And that's probably the yeah. farthest back that they got for. Yeah. Okay, ratings. Okay, on the top five songs, right? Yeah. Um, here, look at this. This is what it is on Spotify, so we can just. Okay, yeah, yeah. There. Okay, so, um, Supermassive Black Hole. We kind of talked about this a little that's bit. That's number one? That's number one. And it wasn't. I remember it used to be Uprising. Yeah. Uprising still has more streams, mm-hmm. but Supermassive Super Black, Black Hole is just. Because of TikTok, people right, just listen to right. it, which is kind of stupid. But right. anyways, that's who a whole other conversation. Judge? Yeah, who but, are we to judge? We should yeah. do a TikTok <laughs> music review or something. We should. <laughs> That'd be so funny. Uh, okay, okay, okay. So like a mini episode of just like yeah. the top five TikTok songs and our thoughts. On them. Anyways, okay. I agree. We should do that sometime. I, I think Supermassive Black Hole is – it's not deserving of the place it's at right now. Yeah. So with that, I say like a five out of ten because yeah. it's a solid song. It's fun and it's cool. It's got some cool vocals on it. Chris does sing in this one. I I remember yeah, some yeah. live plots. They like it explores vocals. I feel like more than they had done before. Right. But um, yeah. I again, I think I was reading on it last night, and it was saying that it was about women. It's like yeah, duh. I it's mean, like how they attract. <laughs> I don't know. It's just it's kind of like it's a like. There's not like an incredible theory behind the song. Like I don't know. There's just I, I, like, yeah. It's just a it's just a dumb premise. It's just for a, a song. song you yeah. know, it's a it's a catchy song at the least or at the most. Like right. It's I don't know. It's not like I don't know. It's just it's a it's a decent song. So I'd say I'd give it a six out of ten. A little bit more than okay. a five, but not not my favorite right. new song. Okay, so then Uprising. Um, that song we kind of talked about it too. It's a good song. Um, pretty basic. Pretty basic again, yeah. I mean, cool concepts, I guess, and like this is really where they start to take on more of their like very stand against politics. I feel like. Yeah, right. More than ever before. Not that they hadn't before, but more than before by long shot. Definitely. Uh, for this, uh. Six out of ten. I don't know. Yeah. It's not like they're bad songs, you know? And I'm not giving any of these bad ratings. I think the lowest yeah. I went was five. Yeah. It's because I think Muse is really – okay, we'll, we'll talk about that later. Though. Okay. We'll talk about it at the end when we yeah, read the band. Yeah, right, right. Okay. Um, the next one is Starlight. Again, this one is more nostalgic than, like, a song that I, I – I just think I overplayed these songs. Right. And so I think I'm just a little bored of them, but, like – because they really are – they're a lot more – formulated and just like right 
you got verse, chorus, verse, chorus, and we're going to do the same chord progression and repeat the chorus lyrics. And it's just like same melodies. Like it's just nothing like uh, – I don't know. Yeah. I feel the same way for you, but I have a little bit of a stronger connection. So I'm going to say like 6.5 out of 10. Okay. Or like could, 7. I'd probably give it 6.5. Yeah. Like 6 or 6.5. Like it's a good song. I think I'm just bored of it. True. But – um. Okay, now Hysteria, that song, <laughs> it's it's mainstream, but it's I feel like it's better than the last three. It's got, it's more original, more Muse, I right. feel like. And it's, it's pre-Black uh, Holes and Revelations. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah, I feel like, and I also feel like this is really, again, where Chris starts to really make a mark for himself in the band. Right. With that bass riff. I mean, it's a very, very famous bass riff, like, one of the most famous bass riffs ever written, to be right. honest. But, like, uh, again, I just I, I do enjoy this song. I love playing it as a musician. It's it's a fun riff. I mean, a little repetitive, but it's still like it's a crazy riff to learn. Like it took me a while to learn it when I was still first picking up the bass. But right. I was still insisting because it's it's an awesome riff. I I'd give it. Well, actually, give me your thoughts first, and I'll rate it. But I I think it's. I think it's formulaic without being yeah. too formulaic. Yeah. Once again, it embodies that chaos that we keep bringing up. Um, so I, I think it's like a 7.5 out of 10. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. I'd probably give it an 8. I love that yeah. song. It's not – I don't know if I could say it's my favorite Muse song, but I would definitely say it's it's a staple song right. for me. But As well as Knights of Cydonia, yeah, which is right next. Yeah, that's number 5. That, that's a great it's a good song. One. I like it's, it. It's I mean, there's not much to talk about because it's it's kind of a western song. Like they really right. like try to And they de- they made a music video where it was definitely more like space western. <laughs> it's such a weird it is so <laughs> stupid. It's just like what is happening? There's some weird parts in it too where they're like making <laughs> out, but then like the, but then they like wearing mustaches, the band is and Dude, like, Oh my gosh, Chris with a mustache, yeah. the mustache, the handlebar stash. <laughs> it's so awesome. Oh my gosh. It's 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 definitely a, a music video to go see if you're over 16, I'd say. But like <laughs> cuz if you're younger than 16, you might be incredibly weirded out. But Yeah. Um still though, I think you'd be weirded out whenever. Yeah. All right, and, yeah. Let's... And then like the space lady on the unicorn. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. They were just they were it was an all over the place. Yeah. Oh my gosh! I love that. That was like the perfect like hallmark sci-fi western yeah. dude movie. <laughs> Absolutely. Like that's literally what that is. Oh my gosh! I so totally. Funny. I couldn't agree more. It's and okay, but when they play it live and Chris comes over with the harmonica. Oh! Oh that my is gosh! Awesome. That's awesome. Such but we're not talking about that. We're talking about the song that's there. Okay. So fine. minus the harmonica part. Okay, the, okay, but the live harmonica, that's awesome. But yes, okay, <laughs> moving on. Okay, just the recording itself, without the live, yeah. I'd give it a 7.5 out of 10. Yeah, I'd say 7. Nice. Okay, so the full uh, full overview. Muse, I think, is a great band consisting Absolutely. of, like, three members who really bring, like, each individual part so well. Yeah. Like, whether they're, like uh, – uh, whether they have their muse style or not, yeah. like each one of them carries such a wonderful part to the band. And as critical as we've been on the last albums, 
it's not like they're bad albums. Like I suggest go listening to them, even though they're not like the favorites or like the, the album, like the the fan favorites. It could be your favorite, you know? Exactly. I feel like they're a very consistent band. Like every album has good songs on it. Like they, they are just, they are consistent. Like they will deliver every time, not every song on every album, but every album in general delivers in its own way. And I think that's, very unique because i don't think many bands can do that i don't think there's a lot of bands that just you know they just every single album i just i don't think so personally i don't they're not my favorite band in the entire world but they are up there very up the list for me and they i think they're like if and if they're not like anyone's favorite band they have your favorite songs yeah i think they they definitely have your favorite songs uh let alone your favorite album or something yeah I think they like as a band too. They they know how to have fun too. I, like they're they're kind of goofy, right? You know, they but they can still like be professional, and right. I respect that because sometimes I feel like bands either just get too crazy and like can't stay f- like focused on the music, right? Or they get way too professional and then it's like boring because they're not doing anything fun, you know? Right. So I don't know. So final reviews on Muse, um. At first, like, if I had to do this in two different ratings, like, from showbiz to drones, I think I'd rate them, no, like, showbiz to... Probably to Black Holes and Revelations. Yeah, Black Holes and Revelations. I think I'd give them, like, like an 8.5 out of 10. But from then on, I think I'd say, like, a, like a, not a 6, but like a 6.8 out of 10. Yeah. So like put that together. Looks like a seven point two out of ten. That's yeah. pretty solid. I feel like for me it was kind of like it would get like the albums are just very like off balance. I don't know, like yeah. they feel like like they would have a solid album and the next one would be alright and then a solid album. So I don't know. I feel like overall as a band I'd probably give them an 8.5 out of 10 just because they have a, they have some really good songs. They really do. Yeah, and they, they have some good songs that make up for the albums. Yeah, and they have just like an overall sound as a band, you know? Like, they, they've, they've made their mark on music history, I feel like. Right. And that's not an easy thing to do, and I feel like, yeah, I don't know. That, that's really all my thoughts. I'd, I'd give them an 8.5 out of 10, and you said 7.5? Yeah, 7.5. So. Two, so overall, about between the two of us, about eight out of ten. Yeah. So hey, yeah, eight out of ten. Go listen to Muse. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right, let's wrap up. Thank you for listening, everyone. Uh, I'm Cole Maxson. I'm Elliot Webb. Uh, you can find us on Instagram. Uh, it's Cole Maxson. Elliot dot web, I think. Web dot Elliot. I don't even web remember. Web dot Elliot. I think that's what it is. We'll, um, make, we'll make an Instagram account. We'll make an totally. Instagram account for this podcast for whenever we name it, I guess. We'll yeah. figure it out. We'll figure it out. We'll do it very soon. We'll do it very soon. Probably right after this. Yeah. Um, what else do we want to say? Oh, we're in a band. Yeah. That's why we talk about out. bands. We're, we're Odith. O-D-Y-T-H. We've both got music released outside of Odith. Um, yeah. And... Uh, <laughs> should be pretty awesome. We should, should be awesome. Yeah. This is the first episode. I mean, I think we went for. I hope it's good. <laughs> almost an hour and a half. So hopefully this is a pretty solid <laughs> podcast. Yeah. I if you stuck this far, 
Congratulations for like sticking uh, just, to this yeah. whole conversation. You can uh, when we post this on our Instagram, you should like tell us like I made it this far and the yeah. And you could say like something like we'll give you a shout out. We'll give you a shout out. Yeah, it'll probably be like five people who <laughs> listen yeah. to this. It'll <laughs> probably be us listening back to it. I know, dude. I think this was really good. I think this was good. Good conversations. Yeah. Good good ideas and topics brought up. And I'm excited to review the next band. Yeah. Same here. Um, Just to, before we go, um, what, what will be the next band? Should we reveal it or? I want to think about it a little bit more. Okay. I'm thinking between like Weezer. I was thinking that too, like Weezer or Maybe like. Maybe we should do Weezer next, and then we'll do the Beatles next, next. Okay. Because I want Beatles to be number three. All right. Well, you heard it here. Yeah. Next week we'll be doing the Weezer band, and the next next week we'll be doing the Beatles. All right. Well, All right. thank you everyone for listening. Uh, we've been Elliot and Cole, and whatever name we'll have later. Yes. Uh, we'll see you uh, next time we do this. All right. Adios. Bye. 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 <laughs>